All right, welcome back to a New Year's episode of Team Talk. It's good to have you back uh, in the comments. Good to see you. And today we've got a very special guest. We've got the Frosty Faustings champion himself, uh, Mr. Evasion. Hi, Evasion. Uh, welcome to the Team Talk. Thanks for having me. How's everyone doing? Hope everyone's good. How are you, footsies? Yeah, I'm not too bad. Not too bad. Glad to be back on uh, making Team Talk again. Glad to uh, get some more players on. Uh, glad to have you on. Uh, very interested to see what you've got to say. It's definitely good to um, have these kind of videos out. We've needed more, like, kind of technical talks about the game for a while now. So I was always, I was excited when I saw you had like Hara and then Rocket and everyone else like on. Like they've all been really good. So hopefully I can keep the trend going of good videos. I'm, sh I'm sure you will. I'm sure you will. Yeah. Um, so just give us a bit of intro about yourself. Um, where did you uh, start playing Grid? Where did you start playing fighting games? What got you into it? Okay, so I played um, Grid. Like a little bit after the pandemic started, SDK uh, and me had always talked about Marvel 3 during games. He kept trying to like tempt me to play it. And um, the game had rollback, which is the biggest thing, right? Because during the pandemic, can't travel, can't do anything. Couldn't play Marvel 3 offline, really, besides with my roommate. So I was like, okay, I might as well learn a new game. And that's when I started. Marvel 3 was my first super serious game. I played Third Strike and other games, but Marvel 3 was my first, like, very competitive game and uh it gives me that it scratches that same kind of itch but with way better online so that's kind of why i kept yeah, playing that's that's a, that's a common thread among people who started marvel yeah you know, marvel players are hot. the movement and just the expressive nature of the game is just it's, it's very similar like obviously plinking might be a little bit more uh challenging in marvel but like the same yeah beat and like kind of finesse you get from like making people whip and then with punishing them with like your plink button is just like it's the same kind of feeling for sure yeah, it's got that good feeling, for sure. Um, yeah, so you've just, uh, like, you recently won a big tournament for Rusty Faustings. Uh, first offline grid has had in a couple of, like, first big offline grids had, you know. Yeah, this, right? this is the first grid event I've actually been to as well. This was the first one. Oh, nice. And this is the first time I've played grid offline, so I'm happy I was able to win the first one that I've been to. Yeah. I was happy good that stuff. I was able to... Um, Kind of show off the strength of Rita. I, I hadn't seen a lot of people playing her, which was super strange to me. So that was like the main thing. I wanted to show people that the character was, was pretty good. Yeah, well, definitely. I mean, um, moving on to that. So what, what's the team you ran for Frosty Faustings? What did you pick? Obviously Rita, and then you also... I played uh, Gia, Rita, Jen. And uh, yeah. I picked that team because I was tired of my uh, gameplay and kind of getting toned down every patch. Because I, I tend to play some strong characters. Like, I yeah. played RJ before, RJ Lauren. Obviously, those characters kind of got significantly toned down. So I uh, picked up Gia Jen because I just noticed they've been the same for so long. Like, Jen has been untouched for such a long time. Gia's not going to change at all, I don't think. So regardless of what happens, I never have to worry about um, patches, really. Like, even if they were to kill Rita tomorrow, I yeah. can play Chun or Adam or whoever and be perfectly okay. Yeah, that's good. It's good to have that sort of uh, plan for a bit of longevity, because Grid does tend to be a game that changes a lot over the course of its lifespan. Yeah, it def definitely has. But yeah, the, the reason why I picked that was I wanted just something very stable. And uh, I think Geogen is like the most stable shell in the game. Kind of stops people from just forcing their way in as well. Yeah, two excellent characters. Yeah. Uh, Rita like really compliments how I play Gia. Like I see a lot of people um say that Gia doesn't really need assist and I kind of agree, but like having the secondary assists when Jen's down just to 
force them to deal with you a little bit longer. I like to play aggressive and just kind of force people to guess and Rita's really good at that. Rita Assist is really good at that. It just complements Gia really well in my opinion. Yeah, that's great. Well, I'll string you to Rita because you've been very interested in like really exploring a character recently and showing off all the stuff she can do. It's uh, it's definitely the short hop. Like, I I love all uh, that mechanic. That was one of the things I really enjoyed in um, like KOF and Marvel Infinite. Yeah. It was like a uh, short hop. I always wish um, I actually asked Shady a while ago if they would ever add short hop to the game, and he never really gave me like a real answer. But now it's it's clear that they were kind of planning it for for a while yeah. now. That's cool. And yeah, like um, I just really like how she plays, and I just really like how um. Up close, she kind of forces you to make a decision on defense. So I like offense where I, I kind of force people to pick an option and I can play around it. So if like people are yeah. uh, trying to throw attack my uh, 2L plank throw, then I can go in with the overhead. That'll be a uh, yeah. whiff throw every time. Things like that. I just want to have a consistent answer to every defensive option. I think she does that pretty well. That's really good. You've got this uh, strong shell with uh, Gia and Jen uh, complementing Rita. What's sort of your general uh, flow? in a game how do you sort of like what's your plan a and my, my plan a is a round start i hit them with gia and then i tagged the, um rita so i'll do 5m 5s or 4m plus assist or any of those options and if you get hit i just immediately tagged rita kill you for one bar because our uh, rita damage is ridiculous right now so i just kill you yeah, with one, bar, one bar and then i'll call missiles right before i do my ex and then um the ex will kill i'll set up uh, pinwheel chaos tag the gen and then it's just like it's free reign from there you can make all of her buttons cross up because of the way that the pinwheel chaos pulls you in throw will beat zord counter and it's actually really difficult to, to zord counter pinwheel chaos on reaction yeah, yeah. and if you zord counter out of the wrong time it's yeah. if you zord counter it too early it still stays out yeah and then you still get hit yeah yeah like so that. you've got to be really careful of it very strong move for that reason alone and like um I've been working on some different ways to deal with like push block EX and things like that, but definitely think that it's one of the best moves in the game currently. Really? That's yeah. Strong. I I would put it like right behind like um, GF5S. I think GF5S is and Adam Boris yeah. H, but I think it's up there for one of the best moves in the game. It's slow, but when you have somebody to back her up and that uses the mix well, yeah. like um, Jen just gets so yeah. much out of it. I'm getting like four layer yeah. mix ups off every single blocked one. Yeah, because just the, the 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 strength of being able to tag out of it, and then your opponent can't push block it. Yeah, like um, characters kind of that crazy. can't combo out of their instant overhead, right? Like, say you do dog, like I don't know, JL for some reason, or uh, Gen JL, or anyone's JL really uh, that can't normally get a combo. It's like with Fumo Chaos behind it, you get a full combo, and uh, mm. it's really strong. And then um, like you think it would be problematic against characters that can crouch and avoid it, but that's when you get like a free throw basically, or you can force the overhead and make them have to block it again things like that that's where the mind game comes into play a little bit yeah that's all you can do with it. and i guess the best thing gen as well is it will if you get the overhead they stay grounded right yep so you and then the B &B. It. yep yeah that's pretty good so how do you think um like specifically you mentioned that not, not, not a lot of people play rita and um I think a lot of people, when Rita was first announced, or a few teasers were like, oh, this is going to be a really sort of zoning heavy character with all the descriptions and everything that was, that was sort of flying around from like the uh, sort of uh, pre release stuff and what have you. Yeah. Um, how, how do you feel Rita should actually be played? Uh, I definitely don't 
feel like she's a zoner. I think that she'll get out zoned consistently by all the true zoners of the game. But she has very strong answers to zoning. JS plus assist, and even just JS solo, right? One JS and the death. Um, yeah. She has, if you can get Pinwheel Chaos out, um, it's fine. But the problem is every other zoner can shoot her before it comes out, unless you have an assist yeah. to take the hit for you, which is what I'll do. I'll call Jen and then I'll backdash and I'll throw the Pinwheel Chaos, let Jen take the hit. And that's kind of why Jen is really good for her, on top of it just being missiles really good. But long duration assists are kind of what you want for her to protect her while she's getting started. But um, she's more of a mid-range character. You're, you're waiting. Your whole game plan is your 2L is plus 1. Your 2L is normally plus 1. So you're going to use that. But then you're dash canceling out of the recovery. So it's probably what? Like plus 3? Plus 2, plus 3? Something, something like that. that. So then you have a few options. You can throw. You can uh, float into overhead. You can float in the cross up overhead. Or you can float empty low or float empty throw. So those options really force the person to... Kind of consider how you're going to sequence your offense. And then just float and block is super strong. Because when people see float, it's just they automatically want to EX. And that's something that I, I kind of abused at Frosty is that people just kind of wanted the swing. So I'll just um float, call my assist. And then when the EX is tag, or just block them, punish, and kill them. So she just, I think she just has the average, like, kind of um offensive sequence which is 2L plink pressure but I just think she kind of does it better than 99% of the cast right now. She, she gets a pretty insane amount of options and also option selects out of it doesn't she so yeah so um there's a, there's a few different things I've been working on but uh speaking of OS is like 171 plus throw attack and uh, push block if you do it correctly you'll um you'll be able to tech the throw and jump away from, um, like, say you're getting caught by throwing your pre jump frames, you'll tech it. And you also push block if they hit any button. You know, block the low if they do that after the next string. That's one I've been doing with her. She also has, like, um, her in particular, this is something I've been working on doing. I didn't get to show it at Frosty, but you can super on reaction to a uh, Zord counter with her because of her, Interesting. Track her tracking and the speed of it. It's something that I didn't get to do, but even though she doesn't get a combo after it, it's like, 500 damage or 450, something like that. It's, it's a crazy. That's really icon. interesting because I remember yeah. somebody in the EU, like Blue in the EU Discord, uh, figured out like the um, oh you can just do Zed Super on, on Zord Counter. Yeah. But he figured it out. He figured it out because he was trying it with Retom, wasn't wasn't able to get it to work. Yeah, you just do it during the um, like flash. As soon as you see the flash oh, wow. from Zord Counter, just do it. Works all day. There you go. Yep. Blue, if you're listening, that works. And it's it's pretty consistent. And then she has a, she has a pretty good car throw. Her two H car throw is pretty nice. So H into um I think H is minus two or minus one. So then you just cancel yeah. the car throw and you end up like plus one, something like that. So she has some pretty good up close buttons. And uh, she gets to do multi hit overheads, which is like really crazy in this game because there's only a few yeah. characters in the game get to do that. Yeah, her jumping medium is very just strong at like creating this overhead zone. Yeah, and it's really good air to air, like hitting Goldar out of his jump buttons. Like you know, you have a privilege button if it can do that. Pretty yeah, regularly. absolutely. Yeah. So you kind of talked a lot about the sort of individual synergies behind Rita. Um, how have you found sort of Jira and Jira and Jen? I know you picked them up, not relatively recently. You've, you've been on Jira specifically for a while now, I think. Yeah. Been on, I've been playing her for like I think last six months or so, something like that. And uh, Gia Jen is like an established shell, right? Like we've seen SDK yeah. play it and everything. 
But I, I picked it up because, like I said, RJ got killed. In my, well, not killed, but he got toned down in a way that was um, not the way I wanted to play him anymore. Like, he's still an effective yeah. character. But for the way I like to play the game is I want to win neutral once, capitalize on the advantage, and then steamroll from there. I don't feel like RJ does that, like, as well yeah. as Jira or these other characters. So I just stopped playing him. Before, when he could one-touch, it was definitely, like, his game. But now it's just a different time. So that's why I picked up Gia. Jen, like, um, Jen, Jen, I've always known. I think we've all always known that Jen is like a crazy character. And um, Jen, Jen has been, I think, top two for most yeah. of the game's lifespan. Yeah, she's she's always been insane. And we, as we've gotten better at playing Jen, yeah, which is crazy. Like, it's one of those characters that you're like, oh, she can do that. No one's done that before. And like the B and B was a big one of those. Like when SDK yeah. started doing it, I never even considered to do that with her because I didn't even know that her two L had that much hit stun because you. Just yeah. don't expect it, but yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. I think everyone sort of just immediately went, "Oh, Jen is a crazy mix-up character." I guess she's low damage and didn't like. Yeah, grid players don't really lab a lot of the time. That's <laughs> true. A lot of people don't lab in grid, but uh, it turns out but, she can um, kill off any grounded hit. Yeah, there you go. And you're 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 already like well into the blinkfinners. You're a former yeah. dog player, so. Dog, dog um, taught me, and it, dog was way harder of a flink for the two because I think uh, her two yeah. L. I don't know what it is on on hit, but it must be like at least plus five or something ridiculous. It's, it's kind of it's kind of wild. Yeah, so definitely. I think I think the only flink for that's technically easier is Magnus, maybe. Yeah, because he can do LL right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, and his five L has like a ridiculous amount of hit stun. I think it's like plus ten or something. Yep. Something stupid. So I just grinded out. Um, I had SDK kind of help me with the game plan, and I just played with um, Akara and uh, Joey D and Zebu. Those were my main kind of training partners. And as I got more comfortable with the team, I realized like, wait, this team is just really good. I should just play this. Yeah. Yep. So that that was basically it. Cause I I was uh searching for a long time for like a team that kind of fit. I wanted to play the game. I tried Eric. I've tried a lot of characters, but I just couldn't find anyone that felt yeah. as uh, effective towards my style of play as Gia Jen. So that's why I play them. That makes sense. But I was gonna say, how how do you how do you feel like team building not should work, but how do you, how how do you think someone would effectively like go about building a team? Like what were the main what were some of the like main pointers to look for when you? Uh, I feel similarly to SDK in this fact, but it's it should be round start, and then um, I I think a little bit differently. I don't think it's only damage engine for your second, but I think your your second character should have a good secondary assist, and then I think everyone that plays the game competitively should play Gen. I mean that might be a hot yeah. take or something, but I think everyone that wants to win should play Gen. Okay, I mean you and SDK are currently proving it, so yeah. Um, I think she just fundamentally works with everyone, and she has like the best of almost everything right now. So yeah. I think everyone should play Jen. And if you're not playing Jen, you have to play a character that counters Jen assist. And characters that do that are very limited. But Scorpion is one of those. She just struggles a lot more on point than Jen. Yeah. That's that's what I currently feel like. I feel like it's like a almost like the Trini meta was like where 1.6 where everyone had to play Trini. I don't think it's that crazy where like you you have to yeah. play it or you're at an extreme disadvantage but I, I do feel like Jen is like the, the answer to everyone's problems. It's like a Doom yeah. situation in Marvel 3. It's the same thing now. Jen is the, the Doom of Marvel of uh, Grid right now. Just how it is. Yeah. That's fair. We'll see what, how, what comes in the future but Missile's Assist is just uh, 
it, it pretty, does pretty a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it does a lot not to mention her absurd mix as well yeah to yeah. am like, linking in the 5s into an infinite is yeah. crazy too it's really dumb um but then you've also got like like you've got her like theoretical like solo mix which is like full way all the time mm-hmm. and it's just kind of slightly insane yeah i mean she has like, every single option you can watch out of a character she has a throw conversion too that's the craziest thing to me like she has all these like left right high lows and then she also gets a yeah. combo off her throw it's like it's kind of crazy she's like also yeah she's also like one of the best characters to use sword with as well yeah so all those things together it makes me like think that you know especially the zord usage zord usage is big and a lot of characters don't really use zord all that well but jen is one of those characters yeah. that it's just like she has huge buttons along with the huge zord attacks and the it's an overhead jl plus a full screen though yeah. always going to be pretty good you know no matter what they do to her yeah. as long as that's an overhead yeah, yeah. it's going to be good yeah i mean we were we were struggling for a while trying to figure out what rita does with zord as well and it's just like Compared to Jen, who's just like, yeah, I've got a hard knockdown. MM, H, uh, 2H, 6H, like, yeah, like, it's just so yeah. much easier. It's so easy. With. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's, that's such a valuable thing as well, I guess, when you're looking at, like, team compositions, like, what Zord are you picking, which is probably Dino or SPD, but how well do your characters individually use it? Yeah, I definitely and think... How are you how are you planning for straight hits? I definitely think that having at least one character that has a really easy Zord combo is important. Mm. Um... I just feel like it's it's wasted energy if you have to like really think about how you're gonna convert and things like that. Like I, I ideally you want it to be as foolproof as it can be. I mean I guess that goes for normal combos too, but especially for Zord combos because when you drop a Zord combo, odds are they're gonna have Zord and then they're just gonna yeah. up back and avoid the situation. So like really maximizing your Zord time is like such a huge thing. Like if people get yeah. better at that, I feel like games will be a lot more in their favor. I see that so many people drop Zord combos, and then they just end up losing because the person gets two Zords out of it. Yeah. Well, it's kind of a similar thing to, like, not having birthday roots either. If you drop a birthday root, you're just screwed. Because... Yeah, the game is basically over as long as the person... <laughs> the opponent, you've, given the opponent a yeah. Zord, you've given the opponent a Zord, and they get to recover blue, all the blue life as well on the assist. So they get, like, a Zord and another Zord. Yeah, it's, it's nuts. Which is kind of crazy. Yeah, I feel like Zord, um, it's definitely better than it was before, but I'd like to see it toned down, like how much Zord you get on, on assists when hitting them, like especially if they yeah. live. I don't know how you would do that, but that'd be kind of nice to see. Um, but yeah, I just would like it to be a little bit less, uh, like you said, like a, a checkmate scenario if you drop a combo. I guess that's like any game yeah. you drop a combo and you potentially lose, but it feels like you're at a significantly bigger disadvantage than other games sometimes, but... No, that's a game yeah, I feel I feel like also making again. Just I think this is a, probably a pretty universally like one to change is making the Zords once per, like the actual Zord calls once per game. Yeah, that would be a nice thing. That, that 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 would make the birthday situations a lot less scary because well, it would be terrifying because you give them Zord, but it would mean they don't get like Zord again afterwards because yeah. of all the blue life. Um, but there's a lot of things you could probably do to work on it. And see, but when you were while you were playing the team, uh, as you've been playing this Rita uh, Gia Gen team and during Frosties, have you noticed any sort of weaknesses the team has? Any sort of areas where like the team can get exploited a bit? Uh, like I said, Rita can get hard zoned, so she's on her own. She can get zoned out unless I have two bars. Um, but when I have two bars, 
it's basically like I don't feel like the team really has any dramatic weaknesses. Gen, I guess like Adam, Adam can do pretty well against everyone. Yeah, but um, I don't feel like Gia really loses to anybody on paper. I guess like Adam is maybe a five-five, but it's not like it's it's dramatically bad. But um, I guess that, and then there's some matchups that I'm not super comfortable with yet. Like uh, yeah, fighting Zed. I prepared a lot for Zed because I knew I was going to have to play against Fear. But that character's round starts really good. I was kind of hoping that he would um, keep uh, Zed second, which he did, because I don't want to deal with Zed round start versus G round yeah. start. It kind of feels like a, a toss up a little bit sometimes. Yeah. So those options. And I also, I really don't, for me, how I play, I don't want to deal with gold artists. I don't like having to. Uh, kind of play around it the way it is. That's also why I don't like playing against Poissandra. She's also a character that yeah. does surprisingly well against Gia. So those are yeah. like more of a player kind of thing, but um, those are the teams, the characters that I would say are best at fighting Gia and like best at fighting my team. Yeah, but I, I, don't, I don't think the team really has any dramatic problems or anything, I guess. The biggest issue with the team would be uh, Rita when she's solo, though. Rita when she's solo is, a, is kind of a struggle. Yeah, I remember a lot of players, a lot of players, sort of came to the sort of like uh, understanding that Rita wasn't necessarily like top top tier. Yeah, I'd say she's in the A tier, which is is fine. I'm yeah. not asking for any anything. She's plays how I want to play, and that's all. Yeah. That's the real reason why I stuck with her. I considered like yeah before uh, Frosty. Should I switch to Adam? Should I switch to Chun, etc.? But I chose to stick with her because I, I enjoyed playing her. And that, yeah, I think that's super off. important. Yeah, because you because like obviously you want to play good characters, you want to be playing the good characters in the game, uh, but you also like just in terms of like player expression, it's like it's very important to like I guess the feel of a match. I guess like if you know like how your character plays and you enjoy that, that actually like contributes so much to how well you do with a character. Yeah, it's like um, self-expression in fighting games. Yeah. It's it's really a great thing, and when you get to kind of flow, like when I was playing Rita, you can just kind of like feel the confidence. Like I guess while I play through the character, like you can just have the answer ready, like even without thinking about it. It's like with you yeah. and Zed, I'd get SR on like. Fear and Sentry, or you know, etc. Like Isaac and and Draken, things like that. Like when you just like kind of feel like connected to the character, and you kind of just flow naturally. Yeah, yeah. And the good thing about it being a team game is, if obviously if you've got a character that does have some flaws, like you do have ways to compensate. It's not like be all and end all. Yeah, that's uh, that's why I think Rita works so well. Obviously, she wouldn't be that great in a one v one game, but. With just yeah. backing her and everything else, she's perfectly fine. Yeah, absolutely. Are you planning on learning any other characters, or are you content with sticking with this team for the time being? And I've been sort of loving a few people, what have you? I've been playing Poissandra a little bit more. I've been playing Sentry a little more. Um, I've played a little bit of everyone, to be honest. But the, yeah. char the character I'm most excited for next patch is Ryu. I really hope... My, my two things for Ryu... A little bit less stubby buttons and make the Tatsu. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if you know this, but on two different body types, when you just hit them with raw Tatsu into like the wall bounce, it'll sometimes only hit the assist. 
And I always hated that. That was actually why I dropped Ryu on this team. I just didn't feel That's like a stable rough. character. So th those are the the biggest things I hope for Ryu. But Ryu, um, from what I've kind of like been hearing through the grapevine, I don't know what's true or not, but I've been kind of hearing like he'll get some range buff a little bit. So I hope that's true. That could be neat. Also, RJ next patch. Yeah, we've seen RJ. Um, definitely excited. I want to test out that 5s 6s the new air blade type move. That looks crazy, and uh, the um, short hop like or not short hop. I don't know how to describe, it, but it's basically short hop. I'll definitely play him. I mean, I like that type of character. So maybe I'll if he can kill and if he has a good round start. He's always had a three frame two L. So up close he'll be fine. I'd probably try RJ. Um, Rita, Jen, or something like that. Yeah, that sounds good. There's a lot, a lot of fun things happening next patch from what we've been teased. So, yeah, red, red is also going to be really cool. I definitely would like to try red. Um, I never thought I would play red really, but if he can kill and he'll be an effective damage engine, three frame two L. His assist is already pretty good. That'd be good. Yeah, yeah. it's good stuff. Have you got anything else you'd like to talk about? Any other little bits? Um, so some of the, the things I'd like to talk about is I saw people kind of wondering why I was getting super, like kind of randomly. It happened to me a few times against gimmicks. So like I said, I was trying to do options. Like this is something everyone should do. Hopefully I can get a clip for people to try this out. But it's um, your hold one, so down back. Then you're going to do throw tech plus uh, S. So you're going to plank the input with seven. So you'll get a jump back and you won't whiff throw if you're not in block stun. And then you just hit one again. So if they go low after that, you're blocking. But if they try to throw you, you'll attack it. And if they try to like, uh, put you in a block string, you're just going to push block them away. But the problem is if you... It's like the normal like snap tech OS where if you hit it too many times too fast, you'll get super. Um... And I was not completely adjusted to the PS4 timing, to be honest. So I was missing it. I was hitting them together, and I would get super kind of fairly randomly. Yeah, there would be ever a couple of times we hit super, and I think everyone's like, well, "It was a little bit of what's going on here." Yeah, that's that's basically what it was. It was just me trying to do the super. I I, I mean, not the super, the option select, and then I eventually kind of gave up on doing it, and I did one. Um, seven plus throw instead of, and no S into one again. That's the safer option yeah. select, and that will tech throws, and then you just push block on reaction to being in block stun. Okay. Makes sense. So that's the option select I really hope everyone will kind of implement into their game plan. It's super important. It's good to know, and I think we could do with more, like, knowledge about the option selecting grid. There's not a huge amount of, like, info about them yeah it's not something that people have like super explained except for the snap tech throw yeah. one but i i really think it's like it makes 1v1s like like when you're fighting just one character without assist it makes it really hard for people to open you up if you're doing it correctly and not just kind of mashing or doing it every time because it just yeah. covers all the options like against zed if i do um one seven one um plus the throw plus s if he does like LL, I'll jump back and block it. If he does the two the two M, the five L two M, I'll block that as well. So it's just it's one of those things that limits, you know, character solo offense. 
Yeah, makes sense. And it works against uh, jab playing pressure as well and all that kind of stuff. It's it's like the real way to deal with jab playing pressure. I think that's the most effective way because unfortunately, snap um, plus throw OS, it, you can get thrown out of it. You can get hit out of it. It's just not what it once was. So you kind of have to mix it up with different ones now. Hmm. But yeah, that was pretty much all I wanted to say. Shoutouts to Joey D. Shoutouts to SDK and uh, Kara, as well as Zebu. Thanks for all the training for Frosty. And I hope that everyone will show up for Combo Breaker if we do get an event. I think it will happen. And I hope we just get the game to keep on growing. That would be the best thing for the game. Just get more people That'll to show right. up in majors. Yeah, get more get more the offline scene going now that they're slowly, slowly coming back. And offline grid is so fun to watch. Yeah, it really is. Like it's just online. There was something so different. There's something so different about the energy in like Frosties from like just watching the stream. Yeah, online tourneys are great and everything, and like never say anything bad about them. They're they're fun, but like the environment and just the tension and you know the crowd and just everything else, you'll you'll never capture that from just online only tournaments. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, where can people find you if they're looking for? I know you started streaming uh, a bit more recently. I stream at twitch.tv/evasionhp, and my Twitter is the same thing. I am gonna try to stream twice a week from now on. I think it's gonna be Tuesdays and Thursdays, and I'm going to try to start doing match analysis for anyone who wants it. So I'll just jump in, stream for like two hours. Anyone who wants to play, and then I'll probably just go over decision making and like what the person has to work on and things like that just hopefully try to help the community kind of improve at a large because i feel like uh people kind of know what to do but they don't unless you uh point it out to someone people won't see their mistakes they're making it's like you always do the same kind of offensive pressure the same way twice and then you'll mix it up or things like that like just seeing people's habits that they haven't really clicked on yeah that's really Really great, really helpful. So yeah, we'll chat for that. We'll chat for Asian streaming. That'll be good. And uh, thanks for coming on. No problem. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's been a pleasure.